The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Forget Patients, Let's Sell Something with your host, Ty Maynard. We're the starting point for sales professionals and business owners who want to gain more clients, score higher margins, and not be left behind in sales and business. Now, here's Ty Maynard. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy New Year and good evening, everyone. I'd like to welcome you to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something with Ty Maynard. I'm your host, Ty Maynard, and I'd like to thank you for tuning in today. I have to tell you, this is a very exciting time for me because this is the inaugural show for Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. And you're part of me actually stretching myself and getting out of my comfort zone. Uh, it's been my profession to speak in front of audiences anywhere from t- uh, a number of 20 people all the way up to 10,000. And this is the first time I'm speaking to an audience where I can't actually see you. So I'm stretching myself. And I guess I need to because I'm always encouraging my clients, my students, my families, and even my colleagues to grow and challenge themselves. And I guess if I'm going to ask other people to do it, I have to lead by example. Now, I want you to understand something uh, right off the bat. There is no static position in life. Either you're moving forward or you're going backward. So I have a question for you at the beginning of the show. What are you doing or what are you going to do relative to your profession this year that's new, that's different, and and it may be even uncomfortable that's going to help you grow to the next level? And you're welcome to call in at any time. Our phone number is 866-472-5790. Again, 866-472-5790. The title of this episode, today's show, is On Your Mark, Get Set, Sell. And the reason I came up with that particular title is because it's a brand new year and we're off to the races again. And the bottom line is the good news for many people is the fact that, hey, you can put last year behind you, right? You may have had lackluster or poor results. And then for others, last year was unbelievable and exceeded your expectations. But now you're wondering, how in the world do I replicate, do I repeat what I did last year, plus add the 10% that my company gave me on my new quota for 2013? Whichever position you find yourself in, when we hit January 1, you started at zero again. The pressure is on, and now the race begins again. And this episode of the show is going to discuss components necessary to start the year strong, continue strong, and finish 2013 even stronger. So in this episode of Forget Patients, Let's Sell Something, we're going to share the characteristics most successful sales and business professionals possess that are essential to your success for 2013 and beyond. 
And we're starting a journey together this year. And the goal is for all of us, everyone listening, to have the best year they have ever had. And you're going to have it in 2013. In order to accomplish this, every show is going to provide tips, ideas, techniques, and strategies to help you find new customers and better serve your current clients. Uh, and uh, one of the formats of the show is we're going to have regular guests that have exceptional knowledge and expertise in many disciplines. The topics we're going to cover will include how to get the most out of social media to grow your exposure in your business. We're going to talk about the keys to networking successfully. And we know that's an area where many people, especially in sales and even business professionals, are nervous about. We're going to help you get better in that area. We're going to talk about, starting the next show, as a matter of fact, how to get and stay organized, how to manage your time better. How many of you at the end of a day say, hey, you know what? I know I worked hard all day. I just don't feel like I accomplished anything. We're going to cover that. We're also going to have uh, interviews with executives from Fortune 100, Fortune 500 companies that will share with you keen insight on what it takes to be successful today, what you need to do and say to get them to want to speak with you and ultimately do business with you. We'll also interview tough executive assistants. We also call them gatekeepers that will share tips on how to get them to want to help you to get through to their boss. You'll be able to call in during the show and ask me or my guests questions, and we'll be happy to answer them. The bottom line is this. We want to help you get all of the tools necessary to be successful in this wonderful profession of selling. Our goal is to unlock your potential. I want to give you some insight. I, I have a lot of listeners uh, that are listening that have been my family, my friends, and clients and students of mine in my workshops. But uh, for those of you who are listening to me for the first time, I want to kind of give you some insight into who I am and my philosophy on life my philosophy on selling, and then we'll get uh, into the characteristics that's going to help you be successful this year. First and foremost, uh, my sole purpose for being on this earth is to make a difference. That's what I want to do every day. And what I believe is if I or even you, if you focus on making a difference in the lives of the people you come in contact with, the dollars follow you don't have to focus on the dollars. Focus on making a difference. My goal is to impact positively as many people as I possibly can before I leave this earth. And I want to help everyone I come in contact with have a better life as a result of meeting me, sitting next to me on a plane, sitting in my audience doing a presentation, or even listening to me, especially listening to me on this show. So I'm going to give you my best every show. And I hope you will take what you learn and actually apply it. Because contrary to popular belief, a lot of people believe knowledge is power. And that's not true. What we found is the knowledge you apply is powerful. All right. So I believe it's okay to make mistakes and to fail in life. And the only reason I'm qualified to teach this uh teach what I teach and to talk on this show is because I've made a lot of mistakes. But the key is I learn from those mistakes. It's insanity if you keep making the same mistake over and over. Anytime I make a mistake, I have four questions for myself. Okay, what just happened? 
Then my next question is, Ty, what role did you have in that mistake? The third question, what did you learn from that? And the fourth question is, how will you move forward as a result? After I've asked myself those four questions and really assessed what happened, I have a service for that mistake. I'll take it out to the backyard and I'll bury it. And I have a service and then I move on. And that's what I want you to understand and that's what I want you to start doing. Too many of us are concerned about making mistakes. We're afraid of, of failing. And if we do fail, we carry that around with us for the rest of our life. And we cause that, we allow that to hinder us from being the best that we can possibly do, be. So what I want you to do is if you make a mistake, analyze it, and then keep moving forward. You know, I pledged a fraternity uh, back in college, and that was uh, one of the smartest and probably one of the craziest things I did. But one of the things I remembered as a part of my fraternity, they said, no backward steps. And that has stayed with me throughout my life. So those are some of my philosophies regarding life. And one of the things you're going to always get on my show, Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something, we're going to deal with truth. I'm going to tell you things that you need to hear. You may not want to hear them, but you need to hear them. And sometimes they're going to make you evaluate yourself. And it may even hurt your feelings. And I'm sorry about that, but you'll be okay. Get over it. Because you need to have people around you. If you're really going to grow to the next level, you need to have people around you that's willing to tell you what you need to hear and not just what you want to hear. Another thing about me, let's talk about my philosophy on sales. Uh, whoever's listening now, by the way, you are in sales. You're selling because everyone every day is selling something. It's a product. It's a service. I don't care if you're an attorney. You are selling the judge on not sending your client to prison or not making him pay the lawsuit. If you're a teacher, you're selling your students or a professor. If you're a parent, you're selling your children. So we are all in the process or in the business of influencing decisions. So if you're in influencing decisions, then you are in sales. But those of you who are in the true profession of selling, from this day forward, I no longer want you to consider yourself a salesperson. You are now a business person who happens to sell. Now, there's a huge difference between a salesperson and a business person who happens to sell. You see, a salesperson, they just want to please everyone, and they will please their customer to their detriment. They will make a sale and make no money, but boy, my customer's happy. You know what? You have to make a living, and you have to make a fair and reasonable living, and it's not good business to not make any money. <laughs> All right. So as a salesperson, we have this strong desire to please and you want to please your customer. But I want you to look at it from a business perspective. I want you to now consider yourself a business person who happens to sell. And if you are a business person, I want you to imagine that you have your own for profit company. And the goal of any for profit company is to make a reasonable profit. Right. So. If in order to make a reasonable profit, you have to treat this as a business transaction. 
All right. And one of the things also, as a business person who happens to sell, you sometimes have to say no to your customer. If it's in their best interest and also in your best interest. So with that said, let's go ahead and take a look at what selling is. Selling is an art and selling is what makes the world go round. A lot of people say, feel that being a salesperson or saying I'm in sales is like profanity. That's, that's a sacrilegious. But let me tell you something. If selling wasn't a part of our lives, the world would pretty much collapse. If we went one day a week, heaven forbid, a month with nothing being sold, whether it was an aspirin, whether it was a tire for your vehicle, whether it was a copier, whether it was office furniture, whether it was some type of service where they're cleaning your pool, if nothing was sold for a week, the economy would collapse. So selling is critical to the success of our livelihood. Let me tell you what selling is not. Selling is not just selling a product to make a commission check. Selling is not lying to your customers. It's not cheating your customers. It's not doing whatever you have to to get paid. Unfortunately, there are individuals in this profession that have that mindset. And unfortunately, it's always the minority that can cause problems for the majority. But selling is truly focusing on others and finding out what they're looking to accomplish, showing them how you can help meet that need. And as a result, they want to buy from you. They don't feel like they've been sold to. So we're looking at selling as a career. And in order for it to be a career, you have to treat it like such and not a job. And many people are treating it like it's a job. A job means, okay, you know what? I do this from 8 to 5, and then I go home and I forget about it. And I don't think about it anymore until the next day. If it's a career, if it's your profession... If it's your livelihood, you have to give it consideration after five o'clock, on weekends, sometimes at night. Sometimes you have to get work done on Sunday. And also you have to realize you have to continue to grow in that profession. You have to continue to grow. And it's my belief that you should be reading at least one book per month relative to your profession. Research shows that if you read one, excuse me, if you read 15 minutes per day, you can read two 150-page books per month. So all I'm asking you to do in order to continue to grow is eight minutes per day. And my thought has always been, if I get one good idea from a book, it was worth it. And there have been books that I read 15 years ago, 20 years ago, that I gained one idea, and that one idea has made me tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, and even in some cases, millions of dollars. So you have to continue to grow. Well, what we're going to do now is time for us to take a short break. This is Ty Maynard, and you're listening to Forget Patients, Let's Sell Something with Ty Maynard on the Voice America Business Channel. Stay tuned. (music) 
When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. We all face some economic uncertainty in our life. What makes the difference is how we take command of that and survive. Tune in to Strategies for Financial Survival with host Michael Figueroa. Michael has been up and down the road to success several times, and along with his guests, will share the skills of survival. By assessing your strengths and skills and applying them to your future, you can make it through tough times, regardless of your field. Listen every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. How do you feel about the future? Tune in each week for Visionary Leader Extraordinary Life with host Kate Ebner. You can be a great leader by learning from the inspiring stories of amazing visionaries who are shaping our future. Everyone deserves to create their own vision, and Kate and her guests will share the tools that you need to make it happen. Make a weekly visit to the Voice America Business Channel for Visionary Leader Extraordinary Life every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. Be inspired. Become inspiring. Hi, I'm Rebecca Costa, host of the Costa Report, every Tuesday at 6 a.m. and again at 6 p.m. This week, my guest is the former Secretary of the Treasury under President Bush, Mr. Paul O'Neill. Mr. O'Neill will be here to talk about why reinvesting Clinton's surplus in Social Security was a good idea, how the current global recession was predictable, and what is needed to secure America's financial future. Don't miss Paul O'Neill this Tuesday at 6 a.m. and again at 6 p.m. on the Voice America Business Channel. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll-free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Forget Patients, Let's Sell Something. If you want to reach Ty Maynard or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or you can send an email to Ty at TyMaynerGroup.com. That's T-Y-E at T-Y-E-M-A-N-E-R Group.com. Now, back to the show. back. You're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something with Ty Maynard, and I'm your host, Ty Maynard. And before we left, uh, we were talking about a career in selling versus it being a job. And as I was just finishing up is we have to treat it as, as if it's something long-term because the dividends you can receive are tremendous, tremendous. Okay, what we're going to do now for the rest of the show is we're going to talk about some of the characteristics the most successful salespeople embody. And these will help you to be the best you could possibly be in 2013 and beyond. And the first characteristic is persistence. Persistence. The most successful sales professionals are relentless. And I don't mean re- relentless in the, in the way of being extremely pushy or pesky. I refer to it as they exhibit what I call courteous determination. And I hope you like that courteous determination because what I found in my 30 years of being in the profession, courteous determination rarely alienates anyone. But somehow as adults, we lost that persistence. We lost it. And those of you who are listening to me who have children, 
if you think about it, your children will ask you for something over and over and over, and they don't have a problem doing that. But what I found, once we've reached adulthood, if someone says no to us one time, uh, it's a wrap. And we're moving on to the next person. But you're going to have to persist. And I'll give an example. There was a time when I was pursuing a, a large insurance company in the Northeast, and I was calling the CEO of the company. I called him six times, and six times he was in his office, and six times he uh, funneled me to voicemail. I called one more time. And by the way, every time I called, I left a voice message. I called the seventh time, and uh, the CEO answered the phone. And he said, hey, Ty, how you doing? And I said, Mr. Jones? He said, yeah, yeah, how's it going? I said, it's going great, sir. Uh, thank you for taking my call. I, I'm just curious. Uh, I've called you six times and was unable to reach you. And, and you take this one. Do you mind if I ask why you took this call? And he said, sure, Ty. I said, I don't talk to anyone I think's trying to sell me something unless they try at least seven times. I said, Really? He said, yeah. I said, do you mind if I ask why? And he said, Ty, you can't imagine how many weak, inept, uncommitted sales professionals I keep from taking up my time unnecessarily. He said, if you aren't willing to hang in there until you actually get to me, what are you going to be like when there's a difficulty in our relationship? He said, Ty, I found the people who take the best care of me were the ones who were willing to work the hardest to get to me. So please understand that in order to get to some of the people that you need to get to, it's going to take determination. It's going to take resilience. And keep in mind now, most uh, executives are extremely busy and they aren't just sitting by the phone waiting for you to call them. <laughs> They have other things to do, and in many cases, some of them are on the plane right next to me traveling. So you're going to have to call multiple times. You're going to have to be persistent. But most people quit too soon. That was some research done several years ago, uh, and they interviewed sales professionals. And it was interesting because 42% of the sales professionals said they quit after making one phone call attempt to a potential prospect. 42% quit after one attempt. Another 18% dropped off after the second attempt. Another 25% dropped off after the fourth attempt. And only 10% kept calling. So basically, 85% eliminated themselves within the first three calls. And only 10% kept calling. And these 10% identified that it took five to eight calls to get an appointment with that particular prospect and an ultimate sale. So we're quitting too soon. The other thing that we have to be in order to be successful in 2013 and beyond is passionate. You have to be passionate about what you're doing. And people pick up on your passion. People pick up on passion. Your clients will pick up on confidence. And those are two things that we are naturally attracted to. The question you have to ask yourself regarding the role that you're in now is, am I interested in being successful in this role? 
or am I committed to being successful in the role that I'm in right now? Am I interested or am I committed? And those two characteristics are delta. They are delta apart. Part. Interested, if you're interested, you subscribe to what I refer to as the as long as philosophy. The as long as philosophy goes like this. As long as it's not too hot, as long as it's not too cold, as long as I don't have a migraine, as long as the phone is ringing, as long as the economy is doing well, as long as interest rates are good, then I'll be successful. You have all of these circumstances that have to line up in order to equate to your success. But if you're committed, it doesn't matter what's going on in the economy. It doesn't matter whether you feel well that day. You're going to figure out a way to make something happen. It doesn't matter what's going on around you or in you. As a matter of fact, if you're interested in being successful, you're asking yourself the question, can I be successful? Can I make this a great year? Can I do better than what I did last year? If you're asking yourself, can I questions, there are all types of doubts associated with those types of questions. However, if you are committed to being successful, you're asking yourself, how can I be successful? How can I make this a great year? How can I do better than what I did last year? If you're asking, how can I questions? There are all types of possibilities associated with those types of questions. Well, it's time for us to take a break, but I want to remind you of the question I asked you earlier, and I want you to call in. The question is, what are you going to do relative to your profession this year that's new, is different, and may be even uncomfortable to help you grow to the next level? You're welcome to call in. Our phone number is 866-472-5790. Again, 866-472-5790. This is Ty Maynard, and you're listening to Forget Patients, Let's Sell Something with Ty Maynard on the Voice America Business Channel. Stay tuned. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. How can we Americans realize our dreams to earn a living? How can you pursue your dream and make money as an owner or an employee? Learn how at The American Business Person, the online weekly radio talk show hosted by Rich Killian. Today's business leaders share how to succeed and what fails. If you own a new or established business or ever hope to, you must tune in. Join us every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Central, and noon Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Or listen on demand to our archived shows. Are you a business innovator or are you just sitting on the sidelines? Tune in every week for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. Host Bonnie D. Graham talks to a cross-section of the movers and shakers who are leading by example. They will share best practices and innovative ideas to keep you thinking and moving along with the best. Join us for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP, Wednesday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. 
What does a visual workplace mean to you? How does it contribute to operational excellence? And what steps do you take to put it powerfully in place? Listen to The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense to find out. Each week, Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth, visual workplace expert and award-winning author, shares tools and strategies to help you make the workplace speak at a glance without saying a word. Learn to work safer, faster, better, and at far less cost no matter what business you're in. Tune in to The Visual Workplace every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. If you want to reach Ty Maynard or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or you can send an email to Ty at TyMaynerGroup.com. That's T-Y-E at T-Y-E-M-A-N-E-R Group.com. Now, back to the show. Okay, welcome back. Welcome back. You're listening to Forget Patience. Let's sell something with Ty Maynard. I'm your host, Ty Maynard. And we were talking about passion. We we're talking about were you are you interested or are you committed? Are you willing to do some things differently this year in order to get where you want to be? So let's continue to talk about some of the things necessary to be successful. And one of the other topics you have to take a look at are the people that you're associating with. Who are you associating with? Are they individuals that's going the same direction you're going? Are they individuals who have a vision, who have a dream, who are trying to make something happen? Are they people who are holding you back? You know, at the beginning of the year, it's time to let some things go. And one of the things that we have to let go sometimes is people. I have a friend uh, named Della Toro who wrote a book in the early 2000s. And Dell, if you're listening, I'm sorry. I don't remember too much about the book, but I do remember one thing that stood out to me. He wrote in his book, he said, who you network with will determine your net worth. Who you network with will determine your net worth. So my question is to you, who are you associating with? Are they comfortable getting by? Is mediocrity acceptable to them? Or do they have a passion for excellence? Are they willing to hold you accountable and let you know when you're dropping the ball? Or do whenever you are dropping the ball or you aren't doing what you're supposed to, they say, oh, don't worry about it. You'll get it next year. You have to be careful who you associate with. And several years ago, I had... Uh, a friend who I guess was evaluating my life and he said to me, he said, Ty, you're doing well, but you could be doing better. And I said, what you talking about? And he said, you know, I watch the people that you're associating with and, and you're doing extremely well, but really and truly you're at the top of the heap. And I see a lot of people drawing off of you. I just don't see anyone pouring into you. So my challenge to you is I'm not saying to Eliminate your friendships, but my challenge to you is to find another group of people 
that you can associate with that's doing so much better than you that you almost feel stupid when you're in their presence. And I looked at my friends like, you don't know what you're talking about. And I walked away. And as I walked away, I'm like, wow, he's right. So at that point, I have a lot of clients in the Tampa area. And some of them are, and many of them are extremely successful. I started making phone calls to them uh, just to schedule lunch meetings. And I say, hey, you know, this is where I want to take my company, and this is what I'm challenged with. This is what I'm faced with. And these, these individuals were extremely successful. And I said, I'm looking for someone to mentor me, to coach me. Would you be willing to do that? And it was amazing the positive response I got to it. Please understand that there are people out there that are willing and want to help you right now. But you have to ask. You have to ask. And it was interesting because these people were doing so much better than me that when they would talk about their desires and their plans, it made me realize that I should be striving for more. And as a result of changing some of my friendships, my net worth went up exponentially. So my question is, who are you associating with right now? That's not bringing value in the relationship. As a matter of fact, they are a drag on the relationship. And it being the new year, my recommendation is to you to let them go. Either you can bring them up or they're going to hold you back. And you have to be considerate of that. All right. So we've talked about being persistent. We've talked about being passionate. We've talked about having the right people. Now let's talk about being proactive. And one of the things that you have to do in order to change things or grow things for 2013, you're going to have to be proactive. You can't sit and wait for your circumstances to change. One of my favorite quotes, I believe it was by General Patton. He said, a decent plan violently executed today is far better than a perfect plan carried out next week. I repeat that. A decent plan violently executed today is far better than a perfect plan carried out next week. What he was saying was basically this. We don't have all of the answers. As a matter of fact, from this vantage point, our plan still looks ugly. But we are far better moving forward with the plan we have today versus waiting until next week when we have a better plan. Because by the time we get to next week, the scenery will have changed. So the perfect plan will not be perfect. So the bottom line is let's do something and let's do something now. I have some students in my class, they, they would just want to keep learning instead of getting out there and getting dirty, making a mistake. They're so afraid of making a mistake. We're doing nothing. And I heard a story uh, from one of the ladies in one of my classes, which was really funny. She's new to sales. And uh, I told her to be proactive. I said, get out there and knock on doors, get out there and make something happen. And it's amazing what might happen if we just take a step. Well, at any rate, she got to a door, and at the door, it said no soliciting. Uh, in my class, I said, hey, 
That's for people selling Girl Scout cookies and donuts. All right. I said go through that because you just never know what's on the other side. So it said no soliciting. She touched the doorknob and she backed away from the doorknob. She touched it and backed away. And this went on for probably eight minutes. She was trying to get up the nerve to go through the door. She finally said, I'm going in. And now the window was mirrored so she couldn't see what was going on on the inside. And when she finally opened the door, there were about 15 people standing on the other side and they started laughing. And they told her that they were taking wagers on whether or not she would come in. And she built instant rapport with her audience. So suppose for a moment she had chosen to not go through. And by the way, she did do business with that company. But suppose for a moment she let fear paralyze her to the point where she walked away. She would have missed out on the opportunity. So what I'm saying today is in order to make 2013 different from last year, better than last year, you're going to have to be proactive, more proactive than you thought you were capable of. You're going to have to stop sitting on the side of the road waiting for circumstances to change, waiting for the phone to ring, waiting for a customer to walk through the door, waiting for things to get better. You know, several years ago, I was uh, driving through Orlando with my family, and we ran into one of these no-name storms. I live in Tampa, Florida, and we were on Interstate 4, and the storm was so bad that you really couldn't see five yards ahead of you. And because the storm was so bad and the highway was full of cars, the majority of people on the road said, because there's doubt, because there's uncertainty, because we can't see what's going to happen down the road, the best thing for us is to pull over to the side of the road and wait for the storm to be over. Uh, I kept driving with a few other vehicles, but I have to tell you, I was not driving 70. I was now driving seven miles per hour. I was driving five miles per hour. In some cases, sometimes I was driving 10 miles per hour, but I kept forward moving, uh, forward movement. And what I noticed was after about seven to 10 minutes, I was out of the storm. The clouds were be- were a beautiful blue, white clouds, and the highway was wide open for me to get to my destination. But the question I have to ask is, why was the highway open for me to get to my destination? And I think we all know it's because the people that were on the highway with me earlier were sitting on the side of the road waiting for things to get better. They were waiting for their circumstances to change. And I ask myself the question, how many people are living their lives like that? Because there's uncertainty, because there's doubt, because there's fear, we're sitting on the side of the high road of life, of our profession, waiting for circumstances to change, waiting for things to get better. And what I've learned is this. When we sit on the side of the road waiting for our circumstances to change, you're in that circumstance longer. 
So we have to get up and we have to make something happen. We can't wait for something to happen, which goes to basically the title of the radio show. Why did I name it Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something? Well, first of all, I also have a book titled Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. So the radio show came after the book. But I'll go back to a cartoon that I saw. And the cartoon was of two vultures sitting on a branch. It was in Africa. And they were watching a pride of lions enjoy a recent kill. And the lions were just enjoying the best part of the kill, the meat. It was tender. They were eating the, the filet mignon and the, and the, the roast. And they were just having a great time. The back straps. And then one of the, the buzzards, he, they normally, buzzards just normally sit up there and wait for, uh, the lions to be done. Then they get the scraps of what is left after the lions have had their fill. And this one buzzard, I guess tired of waiting, and waiting to get what's left over, he said to the other buzzard, he said, patience, hell, let's kill something. And I thought that was hilarious. But and I also thought that was key to most individual success. This buzzard was willing to do something that was not natural to him. He was willing to do something that was out of his nature. He was willing to do something that was Going to be uncomfortable. He never killed anything before. He never attempted to kill anything before. And that's why I, I tout the book, Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. That was a saying that was by Abraham Lincoln, and it's, it basically went, things do come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. So if we're waiting for things to change... We're going to get what's left by someone else. So we have to be proactive. We have to be proactive and stop waiting for things to come our way. Let's go make something happen. And it's okay to make a mistake. It's okay to fall short. I think too many of us have been made to feel, hey, if you make a mistake, you're bad. You're weak. You're sorry. Well, guess what? If you look at the most successful people, the billionaires, the millionaires, they will all share with you that they fell short. They failed, but they kept failing forward. They got up. They learned from that mistake and they moved on. And that was one of the biggest benefits I think I received when I started in sales with the company I started with, a company that, uh, that was called Lanier Worldwide. As a matter of fact, they told us if you weren't making mistakes, you obviously weren't doing enough. The key was don't keep making the same mistake over and over. So what are you going to do differently this year? What risk are you willing to take to grow. I'm taking a risk right now and it doesn't really feel like a risk, but I'm doing something I've never done before in my life. And my goal is to make a difference. So what are you doing to make a difference? What are you willing to do differently this year that's out of your comfort zone? What are you going to do that's not natural for you, that's uncomfortable for you? 
one of the things when I talk to people in my class, one of the things that I tell them to do is to call on, if they're calling in the corporate arena, to call on the highest possible level individual they can find in the company. <laughs> and they look at me like I have lost my mind, like I have uh, tulips growing out of my ears. But that's necessary because contrary to popular belief, the individuals at the bottom in organizations, they aren't the ones that make the decision. They make recommendations to the individuals at the top who actually make the decision or either approve the decision. So what we're going to do now is time for another break. We're going to take a short break. This is Ty Maynard, and you're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something with Ty Maynard on the Voice America Business Channel. Stay tuned. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. What's really going on in Washington? Listen as two of Washington's most experienced insiders, Howard Marlowe and Michael Willis, divulge the strategies of the key players affecting legislation and policy matters every week on The Inner Loop. Unlike most talk shows, which feature hosts that have little to no experience working with the federal government, The Inner Loop is hosted by two professionals who actively work to influence federal policy on a daily basis. The Inner Loop is heard live every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Business. Are you looking for innovative ideas on how to achieve your financial dreams? Tune in to Empirical Investing Radio every Thursday afternoon at 2 Pacific, 5 Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. Join certified financial planners Ken Smith and Ethan Broga to learn how you can obtain financial success. You'll be entertained while you discover techniques to alleviate your financial concerns. Empirical Investing Radio every Thursday at 2 Pacific, 5 Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. If you want to reach Ty Maynard or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or you can send an email to Ty at TyMaynerGroup.com. That's T-Y-E at T-Y-E-M-A-N-E-R Group.com. Now, back to the show. Back. Welcome back. You're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something with Ty Maynard. I'm your host, Ty Maynard. And before the break, we were discussing uh, characteristics that were necessary to be successful in 2013 and beyond. And I'm not sure if you noticed it yet, but they all began with the letter P. We we're talking about persistence. We we're talking about being passionate. We we're talking about being proactive, and we were talking about associating with the right people. We're going to also talk about being positive, being positive. You have to expect the best in order to receive the best. You know, when I teach my presentation skills class, uh, and by the way, uh, research has kind of shown that the greatest fear the average American has is public speaking and speaking before a group. And if you can master that, 
you have you've attained a lot. And when I talk about that, I, I tell people, I say, you know, what you have to do, and I, and I say, I, like most professional speakers, believe it or not, we get butterflies. But what we have learned over the years is we teach our butterflies how to fly in formation, okay? And what we do is basically we envision ourselves doing well. We envision uh, ourselves appearing confident. We envision our audience laughing at our jokes, which, by the way, most of mine, they do. We envision it going extremely well because whatever you think about most is going to happen. And as a result of the thoughts we have, in most cases, our presentations go better than you can imagine. To the contrary, a lot of people that I work with and train, they're thinking the wrong types of thoughts. And your thoughts are going to dictate your actions, ultimately. They're thinking, I hope I don't forget what I'm going to say. I sure hope I don't trip going up the steps. I hope my equipment doesn't fail on me. As a result, what they programmed in their mind is exactly what they get. So I want you to think positive thoughts. I want you to expect the best. I want you to expect the best outcomes. At the same time, I want you to be prepared for the worst thing that could possibly happen. I don't want you thinking about it, but be prepared for it. If the, your equipment doesn't work, you keep moving. You make a joke about it and you keep it moving, but you don't panic. And that's, that's, that, so we have to be positive. I mean, if something happens, ask those four questions. Okay, what happened? What part did I have in it? What did I learn? And what will I do differently? And it's okay to laugh at yourself. I've had voicemails left for me where I, it may have been a new uh, sales professional. And this one guy, he called me. And in his first call, he said, uh, uh, yes, Mr. Maynard, my name is. And he forgot who he was. <laughs> and he hung up. He said, oh, man, he hung up. He called back about 90 minutes later. And left another voicemail. He said, yes, Mr. Manor, my name is Todd Stevens, and I represent. Oh, man. And he hung up again because this time he forgot his company name. He called a third time, probably like two hours later, and he said, yes, Mr. Manor, this is Todd Stevens with XYZ Company. Listen, sir, if I'm not eloquent, at least I'm persistent. Let me tell you something. I had to see that gentleman. Because he didn't take himself too serious. So if you make a mistake, if you're calling someone and you stutter, you stumble, you didn't get the words just right, it's okay. All that means is you're human. But you got to take the step. You have to take the step. And another thing is this. Don't focus on the dot. What I'll do in many cases during one of my my presentations, I'll get a white sheet of paper and I'll just draw a small little speck on the paper, a uh, black dot, and I ask people, what do they see? And they'll say, I, I see a dot. I see a dot. And I said, okay, you know, and that's the problem. That's the tendency of most of us. We have a tendency to focus 
on the smallest thing. And that dot can be the fact that, okay, uh, I'm not the most eloquent of speech. It could be the fact that, hey, right now I don't have the nicest wardrobe. Or it could be your company is not competitive as far as its product offering. Or it could be anything. But we have a tendency to focus on the one or two things that we don't have or that's not the best. Instead of all of the possible things that your company does do well, that you do well. So it's interesting because if we focus on the dot, it's pretty impossible to see anything positive. Those of you out there who are, are, are parents and you have children in school, you know what I'm talking about when the child brings home five A's and one C. The first thing we notice is, I know I don't see a C on this report card. No, someone called me an optometrist because I need to get my eyes checked. I know I don't see a C. But we forgot to pay attention to the fact that they got five A's on some really difficult topics. But there's one topic that they struggle in and they gave it their best. So we have to get out of this mindset of focusing on the dot, of focusing on the negative. And not only that, many of us, not only do we focus on it, but we like to point it out to everybody else. Or we have people around us that just like to point out dots. And once again, we need to make a decision on who we associated with. So we were talking about being positive. Expect the best. And nine times out of ten, you will get the best. What I want to end on today is talking about something that's that's powerful. And if you're going to be successful long term, you must have this. And it's called a purpose. Now, purpose is different from a goal. A purpose is something you just plain don't want to face and defeat. You see, goals are real positive and they're fuzzy things. And man, we look forward to it. If I hit this number, I want to get a new vehicle. A purpose is something you absolutely refuse to face and defeat. And the definition I use for purpose is someone or something that if you had to face and defeat, facing that individual or that thing in defeat would be more painful to you than the price to be successful. Once you figure out what it is that you just plain cannot face in defeat, there is nothing on this earth that will deny you from attaining what you're pursuing. What is it you refuse to face in defeat? What is it or who is it? Is it your child? Is it your family? Is it the fact that you uh, have a bunch of friends that are extremely successful and you can't be any less successful? You have to identify what it is that's going to drive you when having a goal won't spur you any further. You have to identify what is it that's going to get me want to get up, make me want to get up every day when I don't feel like it, when I'm tired, and get out there and go after it again hard all day. Give it your best 
every day. So just to recap, we talked about several things that you're going to have to consider in order to make this your best year. You're going to have to consider, am I persistent? Am I relentless or do I quit too soon? Am I passionate? Does it show? Am I committed about what I'm doing or am I just interested? Who am I associating with? Are they helping me get where I want to go or are they holding me back? Am I proactive or am I waiting for circumstances to change or am I making them change? Am I the lion or am I the buzzard? And last but not least, what is my purpose for being here? I told you what my purpose is. My purpose is to make a difference in the lives of the individuals that I come in contact with. And I know if I make a difference, everything else falls into place. What's your purpose? And are you fulfilling it? Well, hey, looks like we've come to the end of the show and we're going to have to close today. I got to tell you, I really enjoyed this. I had a ball. So thank you so much for listening in today. And I'm going to ask you to join us every Thursday, 5 p.m. Pacific time, 8 p.m. Eastern for Forget Patience. Let's sell something with Ty Maynard. And I'll see you next week. Thanks again for tuning in to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. Ty Maynard will be back next Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We look forward to you joining us then. In the meantime, forget patience, let's sell something.